I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Welcome to episode 219 of the Cantobite Dispatch. I'm Emily Lind, and with me as always, it is my delightful co-host, Brittany Brown. Hi, Brittany. Hello. How are you? Ah, I've been better. How are you doing? You know, I've been better too, but we're here now recording a podcast episode on our very successful podcast, so (laughs) I'm... Success, I don't know in what ways, but I think we're successful uh, just because we're doing it. Mm. Uh, last time, apparently, we made Chris Hall laugh. He told me that. So there we go. That's a success. I've uh, put that point in our success jar for that. Ooh, what did we say? I do not remember. It was when we were complaining about something that we didn't care about, maybe. I don't remember. So it could be a lot of things. That seems very like us to complain about something. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, I I genuinely don't remember what it was. He just said that we made him laugh and that he needed it. So it made me feel good. Our our good friend, Chris Hall. He's great. I love him. Yeah, me too. We have to have him on sometime to chat. Yes. About things other than Star Wars. Yeah, because I mean, why have guests on to talk about Star Wars when you can talk about, you know, other exciting topics such as like theme parks, Snoopy. Breasts. Breasts. That's a topic Chris is a fan of. I I mean, I'm a fan of them too. I think most people are. But I'm I'm a fan of my own. Okay, that's good. Yeah. I know I'd, I'd hate that if I, like I didn't like my boobs and then like I'd want to get them because it's ex- breast breast implants are expensive like just anything with breasts is expensive like and everything else isn't really like I can get lip fillers or I can get like injections in my nose or something and it's all fine and dandy but once you touch the the touch the boobs like that's it your money's gone yeah I mean on one hand like I don't I don't have much breast to like on the other hand the nice thing with that is like i I, you know i hear my friends who are well breasted complain a lot about back pain and shit that i don't have to deal with like i already have my own 
back pain because I'm, you know, 38 years old and that's just what happens. Your body's like, eh, we're just going to hurt randomly. So I don't have the added hurt randomly of having like a huge weight tied to my chest. Yeah, before I lost weight, like I was having like problems with that, like especially like, you know, finding sports bras that like didn't that was able to like fit everything in and like now I can like run and like sometimes like my chest hurts but sometimes I just have to like you know move it shake it around a little bit and just get like (laughs) boobs are so weird because like they need to be in a proper place to like if you want to run you have to make sure a hundred percent that like they're in the correct place because they'll fucking tell you Brittany this ain't it we're not gonna run for three miles with this shit yeah and then like it just the the issues just go on and on and especially like nipple chafing is like fucking terrible and i don't recommend that to anyone (laughs) i mean i don't think most people are doing it just for fun but i mean if that is your thing i have like more power to you but yeah i don't i don't think most people are like i'm going to try nipple chafing it is just a thing that happens if you don't preemptively try to stop it well, yeah, but then it's, like, hickeys when, like, you know, people purposely, like, give each other hickeys or something. And then you have, like, that scar on, like, your neck for, like, for fucking ever. And then it reminds me of, like, the time when I went to McDonald's with a huge hickey on my neck. And the guy's like, damn, he got you good. <laughs> and that still haunts me. <sighs> I have a, because I, I have a birthmark on my neck that people used to give me crap for. I'm like, when, I mean, you know, like in like middle school and high school, not now because adults don't yeah. <laughs> tend to make those kind of jokes. But I was always super self-conscious about it. Oh, that's a bummer. I know. I used to, I used to be really like self-conscious about like my nose, like still kind of am. Like everyone used to always like say like, my nose was like really big and everything. And that was never something like kids are fucking ruthless. Oh, yeah. like, things that like you never thought that like, people look at like they're fucking looking at. like Brittany your nose is so fucking big well fuck you Karen my nose is fine I wasn't researching ways to make it smaller right now <laughs> I yeah yeah no I actually I have a lot of birthmarks like kind of like the crash text dummy song only not quite that bad but speaking of breasts I have like a kind of like a crescent mark of like a couple of birthmarks that go over one of my breasts I don't know hmm. why I'm sharing this it's a lot of information but that's okay who cares yeah, who cares? Like, I think that it's nice that in this podcast, people can actually, like, learn about us, you know? And other podcasts, like, people, what, get, like, ads or, you know how you're listening to a podcast sometimes and, like, you hear, like, 50 different ads? Like, here, you just learn about our birthmarks <laughs> and hickeys. Impressed. yeah. <laughs> Look. What, the pla- what a place Look. to be. I mean, I feel like... Unless this is your first episode of the podcast in which run away, I can totally understand that. But if you've been listening to us, then none of this comes as a surprise. Maybe it's just a little earlier in the episode than it is usually. Correct. Oh, I need to ask you something. Okay. So on the podcast? Yes. Emily. Okay. Um past resident of Indiana. Mm-hmm. You've never told me about the theme park. That, like, thinks it's Thanksgiving every day. I have literally no idea what you're talking about. I was on Twitter. No, I was on um, 
Instagram today. And I saw this theme park that it's called Holiday World. And it, oh, okay. Okay. Yes. That makes more sense than it just being, okay. Yeah. In Santa Claus, Indiana, where like it's it's Thanksgiving every single day. I can't believe that, you know, I can't believe that when Chris Hall was talking about his shitty pod, his shitty uh, theme park, you didn't talk about this interesting well, well, piece th- of information about. A- That's because I am from way northern Indiana, and Santa Claus in Indiana, Santa Claus Indiana is way southern Indiana. I've never been to Santa Claus Indiana. It's not. It's not like that was a close enough thing where we could like go there on field trips or anything. Field trips, we had a theme park called Indiana Beach, which was definitely shitty but was awesome in its shittiness because it was kind of just like a big boardwalk you know but in indiana and so on a lake instead of an ocean i think those are better than oceans because we have belmont park here in san diego and just it's like it's kind of like a shitty old roller coaster with like shitty rides and everything it's on the beach and it's kind of shitty and like just anything I like associated with lakes is like really nice. Like I I really like lakes. Like Russ used to work at a lake and it was really pretty. And I just putting anything on lakes is like nice because you get to walk around a lake. Like how nice is that? You get a view, you get a good time, you get food possibly. And like beaches, like beaches are rough because you know there's beach people, then it's like really hot. <laughs> beach people. <laughs> The, the Indiana Beach mascot I is maybe still, but at least when I was growing up, was a crow. It was a cartoon crow. And the uh, like tagline was, there's more than corn in Indiana. Hmm. And so you'd get the little cartoon crow at the Indiana Beach commercials saying, there's more than corn in Indiana. And because there's also a really shitty little amusement park. I'm looking at this shitty amusement park and they have a Mayflower uh, swing, like one of those like big swing things. And it looks like the fucking Mayflower. That's incredible. Oh, man. And then they have a turkey shaped tilt a whirl. Oh, my God, Emily, you need to go like the next time you go home for some reason. Dude, it's like six hours from my home. Yeah, I I understand that, but like I I either need to go or like you need to go. Like I need a full report from this place. You know, we have friends that gotta go to fucking Galactic Star Cruiser. I wanna fucking go here where it's Thanksgiving every day. I get Thanksgiving food. There's also a water park here, so I could put on my bathing suit and go swimming, or I can hang out with the turkeys. I don't know. Maybe I can do both at the same time. Maybe maybe I can swim with them. I don't know. So, speaking of theme parks, should we should we talk about the big theme park and how they have a hotel that is Star Wars themed? Today was the day. Today was the day of many things, but today was the day that Disney World and Orlando, Florida, opened its doors to its spaceship cruise hotel, Galactic Star Cruiser. And over the weekend, it was 
press week end and a ton of people got to go and review the spaceship. So now normal civilians like Emily and I get to go on the spaceship, but also we're not going to fucking do that because it costs like $10,000 to be trapped in a spaceship for two days. And I'm not here for that shit. <sighs> Look, we have we have friends and people we are who we are very fond of who are invited to this event. So there's only they're like I don't I don't want to like shit on anybody who went because if I got invited to a free Star Wars vacation I would fucking go. Like don't get me wrong. However, when it comes to like reading and believing anything I see off of this, I am very very hesitant. Because, and I don't mean this like, oh, you know, like, oh, you're a Disney show because you said you fucking liked The Last Jedi or something like that. Because there's a very, there's a big difference between um, access that people get to movies and TV shows to review versus, oh, you're an influencer. We're going to invite you to this thing that costs thousands of dollars because there is a pact with movies and TV and, and books where you, you give an honest opinion, even, even though, you know, you got the thing for free, you know, like you don't have to worry that variety is going to give a movie a positive review because they went to a screening because 20th century, of course I picked like the one movie studio that doesn't exist anymore. So like Paramount isn't going <laughs> to, Paramount's not going to go, Oh, variety gave this movie a bad review. So now we're not going to, you know, we're not going to send them any more review copies of anything because that'd be insane. But if you're an influencer, and I hate that word, but it's just part of our vocabulary now, who gets invited to a Disney event and, a, you know, a $6,000 trip and you give it a bad review, you're not going to go invited to any, to any press events anymore. So that is going to affect how you approach this also what's going to affect how you approach it is the fact that you didn't pay money for it just fundamentally you cannot give this the same kind of review that you would if you scrimped and saved to take your family to it because you didn't and so that that weighing the decision of is this worth this amount of money is impossible to do when you did not pay that money. I was ready to come here today, just full on shitting on this experience being like, what the fuck is this? But, um, today I listened to the Rogue rebels podcast with Sal and his family. And they were talking about like their time at the, the Disney star cruiser slash spaceship slash wannabe cruise ship. And I was really glad I listened to their review because, like, they were, like, an honest fucking review. Like, sure, like, you know, they got to go. But also, like, I've been seeing a lot of people on social media, like, basically, like, bragging, like, look at us. We got to fucking go. Look at these rooms. Look at this. All this shit that we ate. I mean, he got a fucking interview like Doug Chang and, you know, some of the culinary people there and the, the mixologists, like, that's the kind of shit that I want to see. You know, as a really big Disney fan, Disney person, you know, I, I love most of Disney Imagineering. I at first saw this as a fail because 
you know, who is this catered to? This is catered to fucking rich people, you know, but after hearing about, you know, how much like they've poured their heart and soul into like, they spent three fucking years to find a menu to create a menu. Like every food item has a story. Every drink has a story. And that's really respectable. And I'm, I'm really glad that that Sal was able to do that and for his family to, you know, interview these people and to, you know, get that perspective. Because I think that's a very important perspective, you know, before like jumping in being like, what the fuck is this? But sure, like I even asked myself still, what the fuck is this? And now I'm even intrigued about the stupid fucking spaceship. But also I can't justify spending like $4,000. Like it's ridiculous. At the end of the day, this is way too much fucking money. And like, who is this catered to? I don't want to be trapped in a windowless cage for like two fucking days at Disney World when I want to go to Disney World. The fact that I was bitching and screaming when I went to Disney World and couldn't go to Disney World for two days because I was stuck at Universal Studios, that just shows like how much of a not so great time I'd probably have on the the Galaxy Star Cruiser because like I'm here for Disney. There it is like... I mean, on the, it's also, like, it's just not for me. Like, the whole... Oh, yeah. Like, and I say this as somebody who who did a ton of, like, role-playing and shit in college, and I got, like, a D&D and all that stuff, but the two days of, of, of weird Star Wars LARPing with a bunch of strangers, like, makes my skin crawl. The other thing that I think about these reviews is I want to see reviews nine months from now when it's not everybody on their a game and a bunch of like all these star wars bloggers and podcasters and shit who are super hardcore into it and it is people who are indulging their kids who don't really care or people who are going because it's you know ah it's expensive it must be good and the 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 actors have been doing it you know I don't even know what their shifts are like, but from what it sounds like, fairly intense and are exhausted and don't give a shit anymore. I mean, that's the thing is like all these reviews are happening under I the most ideal of circumstances of what it is to go there and experience this. And that's just not what the average experience is going to be. Like, yes, the food might stay just as good, but everything else, I'm like, nah, because if you're not with, if you're not with a crowd that's into it, that, like LARPing only works if everybody's doing it. One of the things I remember about the first time that I went to Galaxy's Edge was thinking about how I was going to be immersed into this world and I was going to see characters and see people. And one of the very first things that I saw were cast members on their phone, you know, dressed up as Imperial, you know, in Imperial costumes. And as cheesy as that sounds, like, that made me, like, kind of upset because here I'm promised, like, this immersive, like, crazy, like, I spent a lot of money to just go to Disneyland for two because you had to go for, like, two days to be able to go to Galaxy's Edge for one day. And to be promised something, you know, be promised that you're going to be in a whole different world, you know, you're going to be immersed into Star Wars and, like, that's impossible. Yeah, well, yeah. and to you know what? Do. They like they don't pay them enough to not be on their phones. Of course, but also like I I totally understand that. But also like 
why are you trying to make these, you know, loose ended promises? You know, these kids are fucking overworked. They work like 90 hours a week. Like I know when my sister used to work for Disney, you know, she used to always like, you know, she used to be so tired. You know, she lost a lot of weight, you know, because all she was doing was like fucking working. And though you get the perks and everything like it's you're overworked. So, yeah, I feel bad for these fucking kids. Hell, I'd be on my phone, too. But I don't know why we're promising these things and then they're not happening. They're happening only for a certain amount of people. Like, this is why influencer culture fucking sucks. And this whole, like, you know, sponsored, not sponsored, you know, you know, use code Emily for 20% off, like, bullshit. Like, I think it's ridiculous because you're getting something for free and you're reviewing it. And obviously your review is going to be good because you got it for free. And when I look at, you know, wanting to visit something, I'm not going to look at, you know, someone's post and be like, oh my God, look how pretty this is. I'm going to be listening to someone talk to the mixologist to talk about, you know, why they created these drinks or like why they created like these foods. Like there's, Everyone's different. And I don't know if I'm upset that like a lot of people like went into it and like they're just essentially like bragging, like, look at me, I gotta go. Like, look at me. I'm gonna I'm posting all the I don't know. But and it's really tricky for those people who went, because this is a very mm-hmm. privileged thing to be able to go to this stupid spaceship. And spend thousands of dollars when the amount that it costs for, like, two people to stay there is probably, like, what I make in, like, four to five months. Like, it's ridiculous. I I don't know. I I just, I, I've been thinking about this a lot. And it's, you know, like. My family didn't have a ton of money when I was growing up. And yet, like, look, we weren't, you know, like we could have, my parents could totally afford to put food on the table. We went on vacations every year. I was a lot more privileged than other people. But those vacations were driving across country in a rusted out van that broke down all the time to go camping. And mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, first of all, we couldn't even really done Galaxy's Edge, like, because it was a family of five, not a family of four. And apparently like family of four is just what everything is. But that would have been like, I mean, quite honestly, like, I don't know, like six, eight, ten years of vacations to to go to Galaxy's Edge. And like, you know, like you say, you know, it's six, seven thousand dollars. First of all, that's only for two days. Also, that is only for going there. If you, it's not, you know, that's not factoring in, you know, airfare for a family of four or travel or the fact that most families, when they do go on vacations, go on vacation for longer than two days. You're probably doing something else too. Like it's, it is a mind-boggling amount of money, and to review it as somebody who went there for free and go oh my god people should totally do this I find really lacks an acknowledgement of that privilege of 
really thinking about what if you would spend your own money on this and what it actually means for an average American family. Because that is that is a huge amount of money. Most people are not dropping 6000 Most families are not dropping $6,000 for two days of vacation. And, and I don't know, like, that's why, like, you know, maybe, maybe a year from now, when you do see reviews from people who have saved up and, and spent the money to do this, and, and it's not the new shiny thing anymore, and people are saying it's awesome and worth it, like, then, then I'm more willing to believe it. But if I just want really good food and cocktails, fuck it all, like, save up and go to Per Se or the French Laundry or something and drop 300 bucks on dinner. And even that's like, <laughs> that would mean, you know, like brown bag and lunch every day for three months. Yeah, and I don't want to sit here and I, this is not shade to like any of our friends like who were able to go you know, I feel like our friends who were able to go, like, really did it, sir. You know, service it well. You know, they talked about it. They, it, it wasn't a sponsored, not sponsored post. And I appreciate and respect that because this is a very huge deal for, like, you know, a family of five to do because it's, it's so expensive. And yeah, I agree. I was also in a family of five and everything's always so fucking catered to the family of four. I was, I was always on, you know, the couch bed because rooms only have, you know, two beds. So yeah, I, and then I was always crammed in the backseat in the expedition with all the luggage. Honestly, I wanted to be there because I, I liked my personal space, but that's just how things were. And I, no matter how much Rusty and I loved Star Wars as kids and would have like really wanted to go to this like galactic star cruiser, like I don't think that my parents would be able to like justify that because it's just too much fucking money. Like there's things that, you know, that you need to spend money on, you know, life necessities, like not going on a starship, you know, for a couple days. So I don't know. And all the reviews I keep hearing is that like, you can't describe it you know you have to experience it and yeah of course like I'm super curious to do that but man I really don't want to spend that much money to go to a hotel for two days and I mean like that's my business I'm not shitting on you because you're willing to do that like go ahead and spend all that money to go to your hotel like I don't care but it's just weird. Yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, the whole uh, the, like press events, like I just they don't they don't sit well for me for anything, but especially for just something that's such a massive amount of money that is being billed as a family thing. And again, like look, if you got invited this to this and you went, it's like of course you did. I would have fucking gone if you want to give me free shit. I'm going to take free shit. But it it just comes down to to how how you're approaching it and how how honest you are about what you're actually experiencing versus what somebody who's paying for this is experiencing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's tasteful ways to do things and to not do things. And I just wish I would have like seen that more like with this hotel instead of like a lot of people's like sponsored, not sponsored like posts. But I don't know. It just, 
it's weird, especially with, you know, Disney events and Disney press and everything. So I was really interested to see, like, you know, both of my worlds colliding, you know, Star Wars and Disney and just seeing how this went. Because I think that if this were any other weird Disney experience, we wouldn't be talking about it as much. You know, like, you know, the Fignet the figment little basket things that they were in the popcorn buckets that they were selling at Epcot for the um, festival of arts um, thing or whatever, and how people were waiting in line for hours and hours long for this cute little figment bucket and how you're at a, you're at Disney world and you're spending six hours in line for a bucket when you could be drinking around the world at Epcot. So one of my favorite things to do at Epcot is to walk around the World Showcase. One of the greatest things in any theme park. I think that Epcot is one of the best theme parks in the world because of that. Like, I think that's such a genius idea to feel like you're, you know, walking around the globe. Not the entire globe because apparently at Disney there's only like 12 continents. <laughs> um, um, 12 continents or countries? Let's go countries. Countries. Let's do countries because that is my brain again. I'm not going to repeat this on the podcast, but I got two very big places mixed up the other day and I do not want that to happen again. My memory, I am glad I still have it, but I have my moments where I forget things like forget what salt is. I even have to write down grocery lists now and I still forget things. It's the most annoying thing in the world is when you go to the grocery store and you forget something and then you have to go back to the grocery store that didn't happen this time thank god but i know i'm gonna have to go back sometime this week because i need taco seasoning and i'm not mm, happy tacos. about tacos i know i've been having like chicken tacos nice. and they've been really good putting the little tortillas and like the air fryer so like they get all like crisped up fantastic see that sounds good i pray for that i know i had one of those trader joe's uh, salmon patties for dinner they're good they're so good i put in the air fryer for the 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 first time i had them and i was like why didn't i just put this on the stove i put it on the stove had some eggs and some toast and i'm like i'm fancy as fuck right now having that sounds good i know it was i definitely recommend it like they're the shrimp ones are also really good oh they have shrimp patties too Mm mm-hmm Ooh, i have to try those too i know i was just talking to carlos i'm like i think we need to go back to trader joe's to go back and you know get some more stuff because oh, Trader Joe's, Trader Joe's is an experience and when it's like so busy because like the last time I was there like I was a little tipsy and I had a headphone in my ear and so that was like when I can't hear I can't like see very well so like I, I just I felt kind of like flustered and the guy at the counter was like trying to flirt with me being like I haven't seen you here before I'm like oh fuck here we go so oh my god that reminds me that the so because of the way new york alcohol laws work the trader joe's like wine is in like a separate store Mm -hmm. so i go to the trader joe's wine store it's and it's and it's it's like separated by like one other building but i go there almost every time i go to trader joe's Mm -hmm. and there used to be this uh cute cashier who worked there who just like whatever her schedule was like it happened to be like pretty much like because i mostly go there saturday mornings and she was always there and i'd have like she would be my cashier most mornings 
and now she I haven't seen her in a couple of months and I don't think she works there anymore or else has changed her schedule and I'm very sad because I always enjoyed flirting with her like she complimented all my all my buttons on my jacket because you know I have lots of cool pins and shit or she'd comment on the wines I was getting she was very cute I liked her you never like you know, took it to the next level, you know. Asked. I'm not bothering somebody who works at fucking Trader Joe's. I'm not going to be that person. I guess. I mean, if, if she, it, it, you know, it, it goes both ways. Because, like, sometimes, like, they could be like, man, I want to get to know the button girl, you know? <laughs> <sighs> just, you know, like, if even it was just, you know, maybe she does that with everybody, but it was, like, I liked her, and she was cool, and I'm sad she's not there anymore. Like, the first couple of weeks, I'm like, oh, maybe she's on vacation. No, I think she doesn't work there anymore. I remember when I used to work at the bowling alley um, years and years and years ago, like, guys would always, like, ask me, like, for, like, their number, would always ask me for my numbers, and, like, finally, like, one time, like, some guy i was like okay yeah i'll give you my number and he was nice um and i remember i I went to new york um for like a family vacation or something and i was on one of those like stupid like bus tours and i had gotten like a voicemail from him and like he's like hello carol this is so and so and i was like what i don't think i ever called him back i either blocked his number or i'm like i had a name tag (laughs) <laughs> and I, I gave you the I, I gave you the golden ticket and you fucked up my name I people know how sensitive I get when people spell my name wrong but when you think I'm Carol I mean sure it's not like, even close no and like god bless like you know Carol Dravens or Dravers you know Captain Marvel like Carol Danvers, Danvers. thank you thank you yeah Carol you're lovely but I'm not no Carol. <laughs> yeah, so... At the end of the day, if I want to go to Disney World, which is a definite possibility in the next, you know, two to five years, I don't think I want to spend even more it's we're not even going to talk about that it's more money to stay in this spaceship for two days than it is to potentially stay at the disney parks for a week isn't that bananas yeah it's crazy especially since look look, i get like the food looks cool and i'm totally into cocktail and shit so that's my jam but the hotel itself i doesn't look it looks like fucking staying in a cabin on a campground if I want to, if I want to spend that much money, I better be staying at the most fucking five star luxurious fucking shit there is. I don't want fucking bunk beds and no windows. Florida, especially like where the Disney property is, is a beautiful place. Bay Lake is beautiful. Disney property is some of my favorite property. You know, I'm ignore me, please. Ignore the last 5 seconds. But when you're trapped into a hotel with no windows, 
I I don't understand that. I don't. I know that you're trying to be like immersed in like the the life, and you're on your way to bat too. Like, why not do that on an actual cruise ship? Why not make this experience from this silly little hotel? Put it on a boat. Why don't you just do that? Because that makes everyone's lives easier. Because we want to be sitting here talking shit about a $6,000 hotel. Because, of course, cruises are fucking expensive. You're going from, you know, one place to another on a boat. I mean, you're going to different places. I mean, I would totally talk shit about a cruise, too, because cruises are my fucking nightmare. But. Yeah. Also, at least it's not two fucking days on a cruise, generally. I know. I was just telling you before this that um, I'm going on a Disney cruise in October. And I didn't tell you the best part, Emily. The best part is that it's a Halloween-themed Disney cruise. So oh, God damn. I get to put on costumes. And then I have to get a pirate costume and a pirate shirt because there's going to be a pirate night one night. I don't know. My mom and my sister have been like hyping this shit up since they went in October, and they're like, "Need to oh, go." No, yeah, need no. Like, even if I if I am going to go on a cruise, it's not going to be the Disney cruise because I need to go on a cruise where there are not children. Yeah, I agree. I, I need but... like sexy time, adults only cruise. You can still have sexy time on on uh, on fucking Disney cruises, but you just have to tell Mickey not to go by your your room at I, seven yeah, o'clock. I, I don't want I don't like, I don't want sexy time cruise, and then I walk outside and there's a guy in a goofy costume. That's the dream. And a bunch of screaming kids and a bunch of screaming kids. Look, look if if your jam is goofy, that's I have no problem with that. You can you know I'm sure I can go on Deviant Art right now and find all kinds of shit I never want to see. But if that's for you, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, he has a kid. And obviously he fucks, but I I don't want it near my fun, sexy times. Yeah, I, I guess that's true. I mean, look, if there was a like walk around Robin Hood Fox character, that's a different story. It's just the whole the whole boat is just full of Robin Hood <laughs> characters. <laughs> I mean the Mary the Marion Fox is pretty cute too. I take that. Each floor has its own dedicated foxes and they all have their own schedules. <laughs> of that fox. Yeah. Emily, what if we were able to go to the like the fancy starship? Like how how insane would that be for us to just you know, ordinary, ordinary people, you know, able to go on this like crazy, crazy experience spaceship and then come back here and continue talking shit. Because that's that's who we are. <laughs> we're fucking yeah. we're we call shit when we see it. But also like we're critical because. Yeah, that's yeah. just how yeah, we it, are. Yeah. I think that's going to be part of the reason that even if our podcast were big, which it is not, we would not be getting the invites that people are getting. I I disagree. I think that we are big. I just think that our invitations got mixed up somewhere. Ah, okay. Which totally happens all the time. Because, you know, they had some Canto Bite 
themed drinks on the boat. And I'm thinking they have to listen to Canto Bite Dispatch because why else would they have Canto Bite themed drinks on the boat? Look, if there was a whole, like, if this whole thing was like a Canto Bite casino themed hotel where it was like super high end luxury everything and a casino, I would be much more tempted by that. Ah, uh, casino boat. I know Carlos has been playing a lot of Red Dead Redemption and there's a casino boat. And I'm like, man, those things are cool. Like just being on a boat and like, I don't even like casinos anymore after like working at a casino for yeah. like 10 years. But like, I don't know, like just being on a boat in like a casino boat. Like, I don't know what's like, it just seems like kind of like glamorous in a way, which is like weird. Yeah. If I can wear like a alien, like costume and a crazy ball gown and drink some space drink and play some space gambling and just do that and not have a bunch of like kids and like a third rate Admiral Hux knockoff. I, I then then I might spend some money on that. Not not six thousand dollars, but no, I'd be I'd be more tempted. No, but. But yeah, well, to our friends who went, I'm glad you had fun. And thank you for all the fun pictures, the fun reviews. Thank you. But I'm not going. <laughs> I guess somebody else wants to pay for it. Yeah, I mean, um, if someone's... and I also pay, and I also pay for my airfare and everything else because <laughs> I am broke. If someone's white wrench uncle wants to, you know, help us out, let us know. No, no, just send us to like Disney World or like send us somewhere where we can get like our money's worth. Yeah. Maybe take us to that uh, holiday theme park. Uh, what was it called? Uh, holiday, holiday World in the what? town of Santa Claus, the world's only hotel themed amusement park. It's section devoted to exclusively to Thanksgiving, which visitors can feast on turkey dinner. Then try to keep that dinner down while zooming around a pilgrim-themed roller coaster track. <laughs> I believe that the boys over at Podcast the Ride talked about that Thanksgiving ride at some point, or at least there was there there was a Thanksgiving ride they were talking about, and there's there can't be that many Thanksgiving rides around. <laughs> I love those boys. I'm so excited to see them live. I hope that COVID is at a point where I feel comfortable going. I know it's nuts. I know I saw they're going to be in LA too. And I was like, yeah, yeah I wish they were closer. Cause like, I'd definitely go. I know um, one of my friends, Paul's into it too. Maybe he's going, I don't know, but um, yeah, the good boys. I, I love their enthusiasm for, like, Disney because, like, I relate to it. And I feel like it's hard to find people who can relate to, like, their love for Disney and, like, still shit on it. Yeah. Because people who love Disney really hate to shit on it. And it's so funny because it's, like, they were I, – I honestly think that they were possibly some of the people who were, like, oh, my God, this was amazing. Because, like, they're afraid to, like, say, like – hey, this has flaws. I think we need to be more honest with each other and say, hey, like, this pilgrim-themed ride <laughs> has some flaws. 
yeah, they definitely they definitely are willing to to be honest about shit, and I like them. And also, I like any time that um, they are making fun of what, what inside Disney, whatever that inside the Magic Kingdom, whatever that terrible fucking Twitter account is that's always like tweeting anti uh, Kathleen Kennedy shit. Oh man, I. Those people are still here. Like sometimes you forget they exist, and then uh... wow, wow, what a what a time to be here. You know, spaceships that that think they're the hotels that think they're spaceships, uh, holiday theme parks. I am so curious now about this. Okay, in 2015, another steel coaster was added to the Thanksgiving section called the Thunderbird. I need to go here. I need to experience this. I need to find time to just just show up in Indiana and go to this theme park. I or maybe the theme park can sponsor me. I yeah. can be I can be that person and I'll do those like Instagram poses like when you put like the foot out in front of the other so it's like that illusion that like your foot's really tiny and like you're really tiny because of how like you're standing like that Instagram pose. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. You know the Instagram pose when your leg is out. I try to do it sometimes because like I think like the illusion like I might look smaller if I put my leg out and sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. But like that's that's the magic of photography. But maybe they'll sponsor me. Maybe they'll be like, Brittany, we need you to come here because we know that you love holidays. And even though Thanksgiving is kind of the worst holiday, like I think that you should come here and experience this because you're thankful for theme parks and this has it all. Thanksgiving meals, um, a th- water park. I mean, it's not like Hershey land, but we don't have chocolate, but we have free sunscreen, free sodas, Turkey dinner. Amazing. Amazing. Turkey dinner. Like it's it's like Knott's Berry Farm, except like there's no Snoopy. Shitter. Yeah. Man, I I was thinking about it today. I was like, maybe we should go to Knott's Berry Farm during Disney because you know during a celebration. But then like theme parks, like Emily, I'm getting fucking old. Like I don't think I can like go on like those crazy roller coasters anymore. Like I can't do it. I I mean, I haven't been on a roller coaster in a really long time, but I'd, I I think I could still do a roller coaster. I don't think I could do a theme park and a convention at the same time. Conventions are fucking exhausting. I keep telling myself, okay, like, you got so fucking nervous for Chicago, but, like, you're home. You're in Anaheim. Anaheim is home. You know this like the back of your hand. Do not freak out. But I know the minute that I, you know, I, I see the sign that says like you're in Anaheim. Like I am going to internally freak the fuck out. And like I, I'm, I'm excited. But like I know me and I know I'm going to overthink like every like little scenario. Like I'm going to be on the show floor and be like, oh, what if like someone sees me from afar? Like I, I can't, I, I can't look. I, I don't know. I don't. I always overthink that. Like I'm gonna meet someone, they'd be like, "Wow, she's a fucking terrible person." Like I don't know why I think that because it's scary. Like I don't know. 
I don't know. I'm just I'm overthinking things. It's my blame my COVID brain, but yeah, conventions can be terrifying. But I'm excited, but also nervous. So so please be kind to me. Look, I just wanna I wanna hang out and I want to buy Christine a dirty martini because she's never had one, and I promised her I would get her one for her birthday. Oh, I saw today that like she doesn't have like a drink mixer and I was like looking on like uh, Amazon or something. <laughs> I was like, maybe I could get her one. <laughs> and I want to like, I just want to hang out and like, yeah, I just want to like talk about Buffy with Chris Hall. And that's about it. I want to hang out with friends, have like a nice drink and... <clears throat> Be able to get the courage to say, hey, I've walked this show floor like 40 times already. Like, do you want to just go to a bar and get drunk? Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, I understand yeah. that I have paid a lot of money to go to this convention, but that shit gets old after like day two. Yeah, it really does. Especially because, and I mean, <laughs> I get, I'm saying this, but it's all Star Wars shit. So it's not like it's even, there's not like any, like, it's not like going to New York or San Diego where there's a ton of different kinds of shit. It's all the same kind of shit. Yeah, it's hard because that's the problem. Like with like D23, that's why I fucking love D23. Because like, there's so many different things. Like there's some Star Wars over here. There's some Marvel over here. There's some Disney characters over here. There's some, like, Fox-owned Disney over here. Like, there's just so many different things. And then, like, sometimes they have, like, shit from the vault. Like, here's something from one of the rides in, like, the 50s. Or here's, like, the people mover thing. Like, I I just love that. But with Star Wars, it's like, here's a poster. Here's some toys. Here's some, like, really cool art. You know, here's... um. Billy D. Williams doing signatures, like, or doing autographs, like, I don't know. I just, I think that the show floor can only provide so much. Yeah. I, I mean, because I, I just, well, the other thing is, I feel it's like it's different now, because y- you can buy anything online. And and it's and this is the other thing where it's different from like from from something like New York at least, which is New York you'll see all sorts of people selling fan art and shit and unlicensed stuff, which you don't get at celebration. Mm-hmm. So it's literally just all shit I could get somewhere else. Yeah. For cheaper, generally speaking. I just feel like part of me will be, like, walking the show floor, like, just so I can be like, oh, hey, like, maybe I'll run into, like, someone I know. Like, you know, if you go to, like, the your grocery store and you're like, maybe I'm going to run into someone I know today. Like, the um, the show floor will be my grocery store. <laughs> and, like, it's fun for, like, I love walking the show floor the first couple of times. It's just there's 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 only so much you can do that. I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to hanging out with my friends. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to, like, not being, like, so, like, fucking nervous as I was last time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that that was very stressful. Thank God we've met each other in person. Yeah, like, that was we, good. We can, skip, we can skip the whole, you know, nervous to see each other the first time shit and then just get to, hey, let's go get drunk. <laughs> yeah, and, and there's also people, like, 
like like yeah like we were we had the nervousness of meeting up for the first time but also we knew each other and i you know i knew steel and i i knew like eric and other people but i also kind of there are people i sort of just barely knew like chris hall but you know like like kev and the other scruffies and i mean christina didn't know like you know she wasn't at last celebration i only even known her in the past year so there's like people I, I met at Celebration who I'm now like, oh, now we are friends. And now I can just like do the cool hanging out thing and not the I'm going to be very quiet and shy. And everybody is probably going to interpret it as me being like standoffish and bitchy. But really, it's just because I am incredibly anxious and awkward. We can skip that part now. Yes. Yeah. Before I include things that I'll tell you to cut out of the podcast. <laughs> um, look, I think we should probably wrap up the podcast. But um, before we do, I wanted to talk. Uh, and this is going to switch things to a more serious note. But um, so last week. Uh, ben McDonald reached out to us and they ha- wanted to know if we would be interested in being involved in a fundraiser effort for Equality Texas, which is, I mean, you know, trying to fight against the horrifically transphobic policies in Texas right now, where um, I don't, I don't know if it's possible to explain to people just how dire things are there um it is not only now illegal to provide like any sort of gender affirmation medical treatment to kids you can also um be prosecuted for child abuse if you have a kid who is trans and you support them in any way and it is like it is not just a could happen scenario. It is a is happening scenario. There have been reports of a woman who actually works for the agency that investigates child abuse claims who has been put on suspension because she has a child who is trans, who she is supporting and could potentially get her children taken away from her. And it is this is the natural progression of transphobia this is where any oh i'm just asking questions or i'm just trying to protect women shit you get from people like jk rowling and other people who think of themselves as leftists and liberals and think of themselves as you know feminists you are aligned with people like governor abbott who are destroying families and destroying kids' lives and with the already incredibly high rates of suicide and self-harm among young people who are trans, it is unforgivable. And if you are someone who is liberal on so many other issues and you find yourself suddenly aligned with a bunch of radical right-wing fascists you should maybe take that as a sign that you need to stop and question what the hell you're doing but um anyway um so 
We are part of the Amidala Initiative. You can find it on Twitter at Amidala Helps, and it is raising money through GoFundMe directly uh, for Equality Texas. Um, there's right now, like the GoFundMe's up. People will be doing. There's a bunch of different podcasts and other creators involved. There'll be, you know, like live shows or people are selling shirts and stuff like that. Um, Brittany, I haven't had really a chance to talk yet about anything we can do besides just plugging the hell out of this. Um, I don't know. I might do a thing where if you send me a receipt of your donation, I'll write you fanfic or whatever. I don't. I don't know if there's any interest in that, but. Um, honestly kind of like tell us what you'd like to see us to do what you think a good fundraiser for us would be um you know we we don't have the audience of of some of the bigger podcasts but we want to do what we can so just help out there we've posted a couple links on the twitter and continue to do to to do so but also just again uh twitter at amadal helps uh if you if you don't have money right now look i understand and there's a lot of there's a lot of people who need help in a lot of different places right now. So if, if you can't afford to donate, please just just retweet it or or tweet out the link or put it on Facebook or pass it along however you can. But this is one of those worst case scenario situations. And and every little bit of help is is needed. Donate if you can, and anything helps. You know, lives are being harmed over something horrifying that even thinking about it just makes me uncomfortable. That you know, supporting someone like could it just it's it's ridiculous. Like the world is already full of hate as it is, and just adding more hate. Just makes it just almost unbearable. And I can't imagine, you know, everyone in Texas, I believe Florida too, is is adopting this bullshit. So I'll do everything I can to help. And, you know, if there's more that I can do, let me know. I'm here. You know, I've donated. Just anything. I'm I'm here and I want to help. <laughs> and on that, that bright and sunny oh. note but you know what like uh, like I, I joke about that but really like sometimes that's just there is there is no bright side to end on but um so please just just help out in any way you can and but you know to any listeners we have in texas to any to any trans or non-binary listeners we have like all of our love and support and just let yeah. us know whatever we can do um yeah um follow us on twitter and instagram at cantabite pod you can send us email cantabitepod at gmail.com i'm at ef lind Brittany's at canto brit um thank you for listening thank you for any support and help you can give to Equality Texas or any other um, organization that help is helping with this issue right now. And other than that, we will talk to you all next week. Bye.
拜。Ghetto bitch number one doing it fulcrum style. Uh, check it out. Listen up, y'all, 'cause this is it. Fuck all the rest, be a ghetto bitch. Britney the Ginge and Emily Lind. Bet on these two to show place and win. These are the girls you've been looking for. Unique takes on Star Wars and more. Listen every week for laughs and fun. Take it from me, ghetto bitch number one. Should know I've been down since day one.